Do you ever feel like you just need to empty your brain? Let go of all the information you just acquired and process it? Hi you guys and welcome back to my podcast Brain Dump. Officially, this is a place where I'm going to be recapping what I learned throughout the week from my college classes. It's something that will help me review what has been talked about in my classes, but it'll also allow me to relate what I've learned to life and how those things can be applied. Some weeks will focus more on one specific class, while others might highlight each class. Unofficially, it'll be a place where I can deposit tidbits of information that I find fascinating. I hope that these things are somehow able to help you, and if not, I just hope you enjoy listening. So, final update on projects for you guys because it's officially dead week and finals conclude at the end of next week, which is kind of crazy. I do have to say, I think that this semester probably went a lot faster than others have in the past just because we had so much school delayed or canceled because of the snow days that we had in February. It was super weird, but we made it and we are almost at the end. So, let's do a quick wrap up on how my projects ended for the classes. So for my first DTC class, um, I ended up doing, this is the one where we had to create a propaganda poster. And last week I had my statistics and facts figured out and I think I had my first poster done. Um, But I'll just tell you what the topic was and how I ended up finishing it. And so my topic was actually on the lack of regulation that the FDA does not provide on beauty and personal products and so I thought this was a really important topic that needed to be discussed because for example in the European Union there are over I think it's 1300 chemicals that have been banned there's a lot of them they know they have done testing they've gone through and said this chemical is not good for humans it's a carcinogen or it's something else that can cause a lot of problems There's a lot that goes into chemical testing and how they are or are not good for you. And unfortunately, the FDA does not do that. Within the U.S., there are only eight chemicals banned, I think. Eight banned, three restricted, something like that. And so it's pretty bad considering how little regulation goes into the consumer and beauty industry and how big of an industry this is, how many products they sell, how many products we put on our skin and on our bodies. And it's crazy because the skin is our largest organ and we absorb a large amount of what goes onto our skin. So I just wanted to do a project on this and kind of bring awareness to it and share how important this topic is and needs to be. And so for my two posters, they were both inspired by vintage beauty ads. I wanted them very simplistic, very minimalistic. They, I think they consist of four colors total and they are very, there's not a lot of detail in them, but I did that on purpose. So the first one was just a side profile of a face, kind of the head tilted up like a typical Um, beauty ad that you see when they're applying moisturizer or something and then I have a bottle of moisturizer floating nearby labeled with a hazardous waste symbol. I wanted this to be something that you could look at and give it a quick glance um, but still be able to get the meaning from the poster and then at the bottom I had text that said beauty comes with a cost. The second poster consisted of a tube of lipstick It was very simple, and it was 
essentially the same color scheme I used it so that my poster would, posters would remain consistent. And I used very little text in this one as well. I think I asked a question saying, um, what's in your beauty product or something like that. <laughs> I'd have to look at it again. But essentially I used very little text for these posing statements and questions in order to make it so that like a brief glance, if it's hung up somewhere or posted on social media, it would spark that curiosity, but also provide context so that the user or audience could see it and at least understand a little bit of what it's talking about. Talking about. I'm sorry guys, I can't talk today. Um, and based on that, be able to go and do the research for themselves and find out a little bit more. Um, I didn't want it to be too wordy, but I did want it to have some words. And then I had four more memes and I used the typical, there's a lot of memes out there. I used four memes that I had seen pretty popular. I used the Dr. Evil one, the SpongeBob mocking one. That one was really funny. And I used two others that I'm already blanking on and I don't have in front of me, so I can't look at them, but I thought they were funny. Essentially, I think I'm funnier than other people find me funny so memes were a little challenging you guys it was really hard to go through and try to find the right one and then pick the right message to convey I always thought making memes was probably a pretty simple thing but I had never actually done it and then actually trying to do it especially relating to a topic that you want to make a point with was way more challenging than I thought so kudos to anyone and everyone who makes memes good for you for my second DTC class I finished my portfolio, so I ended up splitting it into four sections. I had my first section was portraits, my second one was landscapes, the third one was a farm series that I had done, and the fourth one, I don't know if I already said four, I meant three earlier. Anyways, the fourth one was just some designs that I hadn't done, done in class that um, I wanted to include just to kind of show diversity within my portfolio. It was really good to be able to present this in my class and get feedback to figure out what I needed to improve upon and how to diversify my portfolio. I got a lot of comments helping me figure out that within my portraits I needed to add more people and make it more diverse. I needed to combine some of my landscapes so the farm series didn't necessarily have to be separate. It depends on the point I wanted to make. and depending on the client or the person that I am trying to present my portfolio to, that would help decide what I include and whether or not my designs get included and stuff like that. So it was very helpful to get that feedback. I'm not going to lie, critiques sometimes can be a little difficult to get through because you're like, I just work so hard to do this. But looking back and going through critique is very helpful for me because I can say, okay, this is what I need to improve upon. This is how I can make my work better. So that was super awesome to get through. For my first English class, the group project that we've been doing, um, it's the presentation is completed. We are so close to being done. I cannot wait. The last thing is due tomorrow. And so we have been working on that. So for the presentation, we ended up doing a mock tour. So quick background really quick. Our presentation had been on how we were going to improve our school's engineering club or civil engineering club. 
and we had suggested posters. And so essentially we did a mock tour. I should, I'm saying we, but it was two members of my group because they had taken over the presentation aspect. But they did a mock tour throughout the campus showing, okay, this is where we might hang this and this is how it's related to our poster. And it was actually really funny and a lot of fun because not only did the two members act like tour guides you know they'd be like and we're walking they were so great they did a really great job with it um it was also really cool because it allowed a different level of engagement with the class because we were moving but we were also asking questions so um i thought that was really successful and i think definite points for creativity let's just say that um but now we are working on our recommendation report it's the final piece to what we have to do to complete this project and it's 17 to 25 pages so it's been interesting trying to get through that but it's okay because we will be able to finish it and get it done as for my other english class i was able to present which was super awesome and presentations normally scare me like crazy i don't like being up in front of people if i can i try to avoid talking in public <laughs> i'm getting better at it but still working on it anyways this was a really cool presentation because i was able to get a lot of feedback and ask questions that i had about my paper to my class so this wasn't your typical presentation where you stand up there and it's formal and you present this is what i'm talking about and it's you didn't have powerpoint slides nothing like that it was very much just a this is what I'm doing, this is the questions that I have, do you guys have comments or feedback, is it clear, does it make sense? So it was really cool um, to be able to present that way but also get the instruction and feedback that I needed to help me finish up my paper for that class and then I'm done with that. So yeah, it's, it's a little crazy how close I am to the end of the semester. I'm also super excited though. Um, but yeah, officially that is pretty much it, you guys. I don't really have anything else that to say or update you guys on. This podcast was originally assigned or it has been assigned as an assignment for one of my DTC classes and it's been super challenging for me because the first podcast, I don't know if you could tell, I would type everything out and then read from it. So it was a lot. Like, I don't know if it was necessarily smoother, but it was a lot more structured and I knew exactly what I was going to say. But I've been pushing myself to really try to be unscripted and be able to speak to you guys this way. And so the last few podcasts that I've done, I have been kind of writing an outline, but not like I used to. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Thanks for going on this journey with me and bearing with me as I figured it out. And I don't know, maybe I'll talk to you again. Maybe I won't. Thanks, you guys. Bye.